If you are doing everything in your business yourself, what is the opportunity cost of doing it all yourself? I mean, how much more income could you be making if you weren't wasting your time on tasks that you're not good at or tasks that somebody else can do at a lower hourly rate than you? Because even though your hourly rate doesn't cost your business anything, it does still cost your business. It costs you in terms of growth lost or revenue lost. Welcome to Imperfect Action. I'm Steph Taylor. For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome back to Imperfect Action. This is episode 601. Today is an episode of Ask Steph, where I'm answering a question that was submitted by one of our listeners. And if you have a question or you want some advice on a topic, feel free to head over to stephtaylor.co slash asksteph and you can submit your question over there and I will potentially answer it in a future episode. So today's question is an anonymous question, and the question says, how do you get admin support? When do you decide you need VA help? How did you go from just you to having others help you, and are they working full-time or part-time for you? For someone who is older, I am not savvy with Canva, etc. I understand it, but all the admin, etc. is not my zone of genius. But there must be that point where you can't do everything and you outsource. I find I get stuck because I don't quite have the income to employ or I'm not confident enough to start employing others, but I'm stuck trying to do everything myself and I feel like my wheels are spinning or I give up and get nowhere. It feels so discouraging. I know. Okay, so this is a very common scenario. This is such a common scenario where you get stuck in the doing and you don't have enough time to do anything more to increase your income, but yet you, you're stuck with an income that you don't think is enough to start to bring in somebody else to free up your time. So let's break this down. So your first question was, when do you decide when you need VA help? And I honestly think if you can bring in somebody to help you in your business, the earlier, the better. The sooner you do it, the sooner you free up your time to work in your zone of genius, to do the things that are going to grow your business. It's so easy to get stuck in this little middle point where you are at, where you're spinning your wheels. You said it yourself, you're spinning your wheels and something has to change. You aren't magically going to get any more hours in the day. Your income might increase if you get a few more clients, But the trade-off then is usually that you need to work more hours to deliver on those extra clients that you've got. Now, hiring doesn't have to be this all-or-nothing decision. And that's the wonderful thing about the online world we're in right now. You can work with a VA. You can work with some other contractor, um, a virtual assistant, by the way, if you're not sure what the acronym VA is. Um, Even someone who you're working with on a project basis through Upwork or through a similar platform. The benefits of this is that you're not locked into a long-term employment contract. 
So it can be a lot more flexible. It can give you a little bit more freedom to test the waters without committing to hiring somebody long-term. Now, some VAs will let you buy packages of five hours, 10 hours, whatever their packages are. And you can buy these in advance and then delegate tasks to them to use up those hours. That would be a really great place to start. And I love working. I used to do this um, a few years ago and I love working in this kind of capacity because you're working with the same person rather than where you're somewhere like Upwork and each time it's potentially a different person and you're having to brief them and it becomes a little bit harder when you're having to constantly explain your business, constantly explain where everything's saved versus somebody who you work with regularly, who you can add to your password management tool so they can access your different apps and they can, you can share your Google Drive with them so they can access all your documents and things. Now, a lot of freelancers on Upwork and similar platforms, they will work on a project basis and this can be a much smoother way to ease into delegating and ease into freeing up your time without a huge commitment. So the second point that you made was, I don't quite have the income to employ or I'm not confident enough to start employing others. This is two separate things, right? You might be lacking the confidence to employ somebody and it might just be more convenient or easier to hide behind the excuse of, I don't quite have the income to employ somebody yet. So getting really clear, is it really that you do not have the income or is it really that you are not confident enough to take the risk that comes with bringing on other people into your business? If you are doing everything in your business yourself, what is the opportunity cost of doing it all yourself? I mean, how much more income could you be making if you weren't wasting your time on tasks that you're not good at? or tasks that somebody else can do at a lower hourly rate than you. Because even though your hourly rate doesn't cost your business anything, it does still cost your business. It costs you in terms of growth lost or revenue lost. So coming back to that hourly rate, how much do you value your hourly rate at? So for example, let's say you charge $100 an hour to your clients, and maybe you can hire somebody at $30 an hour to do that admin work that you hate doing. And if they save you an hour and you then go and use that hour to work with a client, you're $70 better off than if you had done that admin work and you've got to do work that's in your zone of genius rather than things that you hate. So it's quite, (laughs) it's kind of a big benefit, right? Okay. The next point I wanted to talk about. So you mentioned, you asked the question, how did you go from just you to having others help you? And are they working full-time or part-time for you? So nobody on my team is full-time other than myself at this stage. We just don't really have enough to do yet. And I mean, I'm sure if I really dug deep, I could find enough for somebody to do full-time, but I really don't think we need it at this stage. It's a very streamlined business. Now, I maybe started working with my VA three or four years ago. I think it was about 2019 that I first started working with her. And I mean, we were working on very few hours at the start and I've slowly increased them over time. And then about a year ago, I hired my operations manager, who is my only proper permanent employee. Everyone else that we work with is contractors. So if we need a designer to do a sales page, we'll hire a designer. If we need a copywriter to write a sales page or write some cut open emails, we'll work with them. If we need somebody to edit short form videos, we've found somebody on Upwork who can do that. So that gives us a little bit more flexibility as well. Um, rather than also trying to hire somebody who's like good at all of the different things, just so we can have them in there full time. Now, this has all been a very gradual process. Okay. So I didn't just go from me to, Oh, I'm hiring a big team. 
it's been a process of let me work with a VA. And, you know, I had casual employees in the past when I was working with clients. I've had an intern at one stage. So it's been a process of figuring out what has worked and what looks good and feels good in this business. And you will figure that out yourself as well. Okay. Now, the other, the last point that I wanted to touch on, you mentioned for somebody who is older, I am not savvy with Canva, etc. I understand it, but all the admin, etc. is not my zone of genius. Now, how much time are you wasting doing all of this? And I, I mean, it might be a good exercise for you to even track your time for a week and find out how much time you are wasting on things that are not in your zone of genius. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do it. Okay. And at some point you need to change. You need to do something different. Otherwise you will end up in the same place 12 months from now. And it doesn't have to be a big shift. It can be just deciding that instead of doing this ebook design yourself, you're going to get somebody on Upwork to do it for you. And that might potentially save you 10 hours. I don't know how long it takes you to design things on Canva, but it, that's a rabbit hole you can get stuck in. And then slowly, slowly you start to save time and you start to begin more comfortable with you start to get more comfortable with delegating and eventually it becomes addictive. Like you have a team who you can trust and you give your things to them and they just get done and you don't have to put your time into it. It's kind of magic, actually. My friend Kate Pearden has a great podcast called Level Up Leadership. Go and check that out. She's got a lot around starting to delegate and she's also got the delegation playbook, which is for new-ish or like, you know, people in your kind of situation who have not yet started to build their team and who are slowly starting to learn how to delegate. So go and check those resources out. I am obviously not an expert in leadership or anything like that, but I have learned a lot through the process of doing it myself. So I hope that has been valuable to anybody who is in this situation. It is a bit of a catch-22 where you're like, oh, I need to make more money before I can hire. But the thing that might be stopping you from making more money is the fact that you do not have the time and you need to free that time up. So getting out of that catch-22, you have to do something different, unfortunately. And I know it's not it's not easy. It's scary. But that risk, I mean, every time I have taken that risk, it has paid off big time. So I hope I hope this has been useful for you. That is it for today's episode. If you haven't already left a rating and a review for this podcast, can do that in Apple Podcasts and I think you can do it in Spotify now as well. So please do take 30 seconds to do it. I really I read all of them. It means a lot to me when you do leave a rating. And yeah, I love all of your feedback. So please do leave that. And if you're not already subscribed to the show, hit the follow button or it looks like a little plus in Apple Podcasts. And it just means you'll get every new episode delivered straight to your podcast app every Monday, Wednesday and Friday. Thank you so much for listening. Catch you next time.